When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. I'm him, he's him, and everything's pretty much the same as before. And I'm now going to start by saying, what's new? Shouldn't you start by saying, I'm me, he's him? Uh, Probably, probably. But I don't want to have to edit it. So okay, I'm, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, well, I'm trying to find a new way of starting this week when we're now on our 357th show. It's we actually are. quite difficult. If I actually thought about it before that opening sting, I would write something down. But despite having done this 357 times, it never occurs to me. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Anyway, so let me go back to what I should have said, which is uh, what's new in the world of Gadget and gizmos. Well, a bit of fun to start off with. I don't oh, know how good. much we'd like our fun. Um, it's a cartoon called Cat Burglar. Ah, oh, and I've it's seen on some Netflix. Of it. Now yes. it's produced by Charlie Brooker. He yes. of um, Black Mirror and uh, all of the other sort of the curious things that come from his fertile imagination. Yes. And um, being Charlie Brooker, it's an interactive cartoon. Yes, because they hmm. did, what was it called, Bandersnatch or something? I can't remember what it was called now. I haven't actually tried it yet, but they, they did, did an interactive... Yes. ...where you determine the action. This is rather different. Um, first of all, it is a glorious cartoon, very much in the mould of the old Tex Avery, Fred Quimby cartoons, yeah, Tom it and was, Jerry. And it's like. so like Tex Avery, it is just extraordinary. Absolutely. Uh, hugely yeah. inventive, amazingly inventive. Um, really, really fast sight gags. Uh, it's it's like all the best bits of 20 years of Tom and Jerry rolled into, into one. So it's yes. absolutely worth watching. It's glorious. Um, and it concerns a cat called Rowdy Cat, hmm. who overhears a museum director telling his guard dog, Peanut, that the world's most expensive painting is going to be on show there. And so Rowdy Cat decides he's going to steal it. Uh, so the cat has to, uh, first of all, get over the... Uh, fence over the wall, break into the museum, uh, uh, steal the painting, and which he does through the various different techniques. But the clever thing is that every now and again, you have to answer three questions in 10 seconds. If you get them all right, then he carries on. Mm. If you get them wrong, uh, get one of them wrong, then your cat loses a life. And he loses the life in the most cartoony, gory way imaginable. Yes. It's a, a different method each time. Yes, um, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. In the spirit of those old cartoons. Yes. In the spirit of those old cartoons, exactly. And um, so some of the questions you, you get, and they range from the simple to the difficult. So one of them is um, found in a valentine, choose between betrayed or besotted. So you think, okay, you go for besotted, but you've only got 10 seconds for all three, mm. so it takes a while to figure that out. Suitable task for a kid, tidying up the garden or hacking the Pentagon? <laughs> you know, it's cute. And then you get ones like a prize-winning gardener 
embrocates or zeriscapes, which is tricky. I went for zeriscapes with an X uh, because of xylophone, which also begins with an X. I thought that might mm. have something to do with trees, and it turns out it is something to do with trees. But they are—they are not easy. But of course, if you—if you fail, if the cat dies, then he has to attempt that part of the cartoon again, which he does using a completely different method. So it's worth failing frequently just to see yes. all of the all the different alternatives. I, I only played for about ten minutes or so. I'm afraid I found the questions after a while rather annoying. I was adoring the cartoon. I just found the attempt to sort of drive the the drama rather distracting frankly i didn't enjoy that bit of it mm. very much but i did think the cartoon was amazing um, the actual result for me of watching 10 minutes of it uh, as you might guess was that i ordered the complete tom and jerry and the complete tex avery <laughs> which i had on video but realized that uh, you know i can't really play video very easily i still can mm. but only with a bit of effort but I, I i agree people should have a look other people may enjoy the questions rather more than me so you ordered um, them on what medium? CD? Super 8? Uh, on DVD. 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 Yes. Can you still buy DVDs? Oh, yes. Surely you can just stream these things. Oh, well, maybe you can. I like having them on my shelves. Ah, you see, you're, you're part of a dying breed of people who like <laughs> having things on their shelves. Since show one, 356 shows ago, I have been mm -hmm. part of a dying breed. Uh, That's true. I'm afraid, yes, that's not going to change. I mean, at least, you know, at least I've transferred some of my videos to DVD or to, to compute to computer well, um, discs. Maybe when we get to 400 shows, I will put each show on a separate CD for you so you can put it on your shelf. But the other thing, of course, I wanted to do is I wanted to try and get the original uh, Tom and Jerry's because apart from the fact that they became really rather awful towards the end, uh, quite a lot of them now have been changed because, of course, the things they depict are no longer considered yes. quite right and proper. Um, so they would have trigger warnings or some of them would simply not get shown anymore. Mm. Um, so that was another reason for getting it. They were quite un-PC, weren't they? They were extremely un-PC, but yes. they were very funny. They yes. were extremely funny. Yeah. Anyway, so the thing is called Cat Burglar. It's on Netflix. If you have a Netflix subscription, do give it a go because it is gloriously I inventive. I agree. Well, so where now? So you, we started with something cheerful. We're probably going something depressing now, are we? We are, yes. We're moving no. on to bugs. <laughs> Not the kind of bugs that you exterminate, but the kind of bugs that allow people to listen in to oh, what you're doing. Right. Well, in and, our case, um, we'd quite like people to listen into what we're doing, but I, I get the point. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> yes, okay. Well, um, of course, businesses are very concerned about being bugged, particularly in uh, sort of sensitive uh, meetings. Hmm. As are spies, you know, James Bond is not very fond of being bugged at all. I think M hmm. would probably uh, agree with him. Um, researchers at Ben-Gurion University in Israel have discovered a very simple means whereby anyone can eavesdrop what's going on in the room uh, with the line of sight of a shiny object. So the way it happens is that changes in air pressure when you speak makes objects vibrate. I mean, imperceptibly, it makes mm -hmm. objects vibrate a little bit. If the object is shiny, then um, what their reflection shows um, is perceptible in its vibration. Mm. So what they do is they get a telescope up to a photodiode. A photodiode is a device that converts light into voltage. Uh, and it measures the, the fluctuation in the light reflected from the shiny object, which they then interpret 
and turn back into speech. And they have tried it with all kinds of shiny objects, such as uh, aluminium bin, a metallic Rubik's cube, even uh, a coffee can. And ironically, one thing that does work is metallic Venetian blinds. And when you think people pull Venetian blinds down as yes, an act yes, of privacy, yes. those could be the very things that are transmitting what but they're I, saying. I'm slightly surprised because as far as I was aware, for many years, I mean, there's a decade or more, uh, there have been ways of doing this um, using the glass of a room in which people are talking. But now I can't mm. tell if that's real or if I've just read it in spy novels. <laughs> it's a bit of both, I think. Okay. Well, mm. that's fantastic. However, um, I don't imagine we need to worry about that anytime soon. Well, we could just give people a, a, a telescope and they could look through our windows rather than the tune in. <laughs> yes. Then they can get the podcast before it's podcast. And, yes, a nice old-fashioned telescope. That would be exactly. lovely. Let's have one of these. So, whither goes we now? Uh, a goist is the singular. Whither oh, go we now? What's the plural then? Go. Sorry oh, to be prosaic. That is interesting. But, uh, okay. But there you goest. Oh, whither goest thou now? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, as long as you yep. come along with me. Okay. Um, we are going to earbuds. And um, earbuds, great way of listening to, to music as you're traveling. But of course, they do cut out ambient sound. Hmm. And if, say, you're in a train waiting for an announcement of your approaching your stop, or if you're crossing a road and you want to hear cars coming, that can be hmm. a bit of a problem. Sony have produced. Link Buds, which is their latest venture into earbud technology, which are a ring. They have a circular driver with a hole in the middle that allows ambient sound to, to go through. And apparently they do this without uh, uh, impacting on the quality of the sound that, that you do hear, what you actually want to hear. Hmm. It gets to rather cleverer than that because it's not just a sort of rubber nodule that, uh, that squeezes into your ear, but it's a figure eight design that holds inside the cochlea, which is the sort of crinkly bit just outside your ear. Right. Which should make them more comfortable to wear. Mm. Um, they also say it does voice processing, which they have produced from 500 million voice samples. I can't quite understand what that means, but it's probably quite a good thing. Um, yes. <laughs> I have no idea. Five and a half hour battery life, but a 10 minute charge will get you an extra 90 minutes. Um, and, you know, people tap the, uh, their earbuds in order to change track or answer yes, phone yes, calls yes. or whatever. They, uh, the, these ones have wide area tap, which means you can tap anywhere on your ear, not just on the, on the earbud itself. Well, oh, so if a sort of fly lands while you're listening and you scratch your ear, that'll change track. It will change track. I yes. suppose that's I, something that you I, I've had to give up on earbuds. In fact, I'm terribly expensive, but I've just lost so many. I mean, there are some in the garden. Um, one fell uh, out while I was gardening. I just find the old-fashioned wired ones more convenient for me because I just keep losing things. Yes, unless you have a modern phone, as indeed you do. Yes. You can't I... plug the wired ones into. Oh, I've got an adapter. adapter. I've got, got one adapter. of those adapters to plug the old-fashioned ones in. Well, the Sony Link Buds will be on sale for around £150, which is even not as much as the Apple uh, equivalent. They don't no, but it's still a lot of money. still quite a lot of money. But you can get earbuds, well, you know, for, for um, about 20 quid now, and I, they can be very, very good. I did that. On your recommendation in early gadget gizmos, I did get some um, emanating from a... Um, China, I imagine. And the problem was, I think I bought three or four sets. and In the end, only one lasted for very long. Mm. 
Uh, the the no. problem is, I suspect if you pay more, you get better quality. I don't know that's not always that the case. It does tend to be the case. Yeah. Yes, well, time for us just to take a quick breather. Back in a mo. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Simon Rose in conversation with Steve Kaplan as we discuss gadget and gizmos on Share Radio. I, I need to ask, going back to an earlier show, how are your, um, if I have it right, your eccentric curls going? Didn't you talk a couple of weeks ago about how the only exercise you now need to do is just sort of doing an eccentric curl holding a barbell? And that's... Yeah. Yes. Well, have you done any since? It goes friendly, apart from the fact that I have not uh, actually bought any barbells. Oh, okay. If I if I had done so, then it would be going even better. I don't think putting a cup of coffee down onto the desk counts in quite the same way. Probably not, no. uh, unless I got okay. a very very big cup. I, yes, I have left. been doing. I have been doing some, but I've no idea if I'm doing them correctly or not. No. But only three seconds a day. That's not. Yes, bad, I know. That's yes. the extraordinary thing. But it's still, you haven't managed to find time for it. Or uh, um, you're busy too busy bubbles. buying earbuds that allow sound to come as in as do. well as. Yes, yeah. But well, I am looking forward to um, fog free glasses. So one of the problems of wearing a mask, mm. I mean, we don't um, legally have to wear masks anymore as mm. of oh, today, I think. Uh, but when you wear a mask, if you wear glasses, your glasses fog up particularly if you're outdoors and it's cold and you go into a shop. Um, mm -hmm. You have cold glasses with hot air and they steam up almost immediately. Well, some researchers at uh, Singapore uh, Technical University have invented fog-free glasses, which uh, they, do, they do it by taking the lens, they clean it with oxygen plasma, then they add a layer of silicon dioxide and a layer of titanium dioxide which they vaporize with a laser in a vacuum chamber. It's like you're I'm talking not, a completely different language here. But I'm okay. not taking notes so that you can try this at home. <laughs> and what happens is that when water falls on it, it spreads the water out instantly to a uniform film of such thinness that it's completely transparent. So they are in fact self-cleaning as well. Isn't that splendid? Ooh. Well, I wish they'd do it for car windscreens. Oh, well, that would be good. Maybe they will. Mm. And they could repel the water. However, I can't f help feeling they're a day or two late for the UK market. Yes. Maybe a lot of people will still keep wearing them. Who knows? Maybe maybe they will. Well, a glass is still steam up in, um, well, in I, certain I, situations. I suppose that's true. Uh, you're a glasses wearer. I'm not anymore. So. Exactly. Okay. So, right. Uh, onwards. Oh, well, over the uh, past few years, online shopping during the pandemic, during various lockdowns, absolutely boomed. Mm. Now that um, uh, the uh, the pandemic is more or less over, or entirely over, if you believe our government, the uh, amount of uh, shopping bought online has dropped from 36% to 25%. So a significant drop there mm. in uh, online sales. 
but some people are still shopping online um, and a lot of people are doing their grocery shopping online and there was a fascinating report from which magazine this week about oh, yes. the kind yes. of substitutions <laughs> that people get yes. um, one person who ordered toilet rolls was instead sent sausage rolls <laughs> well, yes. splendid. I hope they didn't try not, to use not it for the two objects purpose. you'd really want to substitute. No. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, one person uh, who tried to buy a Victoria sponge um, got sent a sponge scourers instead. <laughs> Again, not a good substitution. Someone who ordered domestos was an orange squash, and um, one of my favourites, really, someone who tried to order some duct tape was sent duck pate as a substitution. Oh my goodness. The two, I, I confess I have moved to I'm not actually having stuff delivered, but to going doing the click and collect thing since the pandemic. And I just can't stand shopping in supermarkets for very long anyway. Mm. And I quite like doing it. But um, the, the weird thing about the substitutions is, of course, if you're if you're just wanting to get away very quickly, you don't really check a lot of these things. You get mm. an email telling you. But if you forget to check the email before you go, um but I haven't come back with anything as, as obviously weird as that, I confess. No. Um, but I did actually go, I did go, Sean, because the German um, supermarkets, Little and uh, Aldi, don't seem to bother with uh, many of these sort of newfangled things. And I did actually end up going to one recently to look for something. And it's extraordinary. The shops were incredibly busy. It was it really did seem as if those statistics are are, are right. I not mm. it, it felt quite uncomfortable in a sense it's been so yes. long so there have been that many people sort of crammed in and queues again at the tills and all that sort of thing yeah. all that sort of thing well yeah. as long as there are still tills in shops which was as we know from recent programs they may be a thing of the past well they are uh, still a thing yes. of the future but there will be a thing of the past in the future well of course they were after the the, the triumvirate of recent storms of course they were um tills were a thing of the past in many areas that had no power and apparently shops yes. simply couldn't open because they had no way of actually uh, recording purchases or giving change or doing anything. Well, they could um, have written them down, like they did in the old well, days. Possibly, but of course, to collect the, well, yes, uh, to collect the but, readies. Lots of shops were refusing to use cash as well. Yes. So, yeah. Strange world we live in. And while we're on that weird subject, and I know it's not on, probably on your list of things to talk about, but I'm reading lots of letters from people complaining that BT, of course, is getting rid of all the old copper landlines by 2025, they're claiming. Mm. And so a lot of people in areas where their lines have gone, when they were in um, uh, lost power during the storms, of course, had no way of communicating in the middle of an emergency with anybody else. Because if the power goes, then broadband is down and you have no way of ringing anybody, whereas you could do with the old copper lines. Yes. A little short-sighted, yes. possibly, but I don't suppose BT will stop doing it. Because the old copper lines didn't use electricity. Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, no, they do, but it comes it comes from some somewhere else. It's only a tiny little bit of electricity, yeah. and it doesn't come from your house. It comes from the other end, doesn't it? I think I what's know. needed is a network of baked bean cans on strings. Yes, yes, absolutely. Going from each house to the next. Absolutely. Yes. Well, my, at the moment, my uh, my broadband actually comes in from an old-fashioned um, piece of copper wire coming from a telegraph pole, so I'm only one or two stages beyond that. <laughs> right, well, we haven't had one of these for a while. Oh, back in uh, 2019, a company called Spark 
produced a portable uh, guitar amplifier, mm -hmm. which um, the critics raved about and said how wonderful it was. They have now produced the Spark Mini. Let me tell you about the Spark Mini, because it does seem to be a glorious guitar amplifier, even though you don't play the guitar. You no, but but, but some people use, use amps with ukuleles, I understand. I don't. Well, you could, yes. Well, this one has a built-in eight-hour battery. But the thing about guitar amplifiers is that all amplifiers sound different. And if you see guitarists on stage, mm. they will always have their amplifier on the stage with them, mm. with a microphone in front of it, which then feeds into the PA that actually broadcasts the sound to the audience, because they right. will like the sound that their particular amplifier makes. Yes. So the Spark, the Spark Mini, emulates 33 different amplifiers. And it also has 43 different effect pedals built into it. So you no longer need that array of effect pedals in front of you. I didn't even know there were effect pedals, but to, I believe oh, you. There are, there are effect pedals that do echoes and reverbs and, oh, see, right. and sequences yeah, yeah. and fuzz boxes and all that kind of thing. 43 of these pedals are built into the, to the amplifier, obviously app controlled. Mm -hmm. Um, 10,000 presets that you can choose from for different kinds of, of combinations of sounds and amplifiers. Um, the app will show you the chords of the piece you're playing as you play it. Mm -hmm. um, but more than that, the, the app will also play through the guitar amp automatic drums and bass based on the chords and your playing style and the intensity with which you're playing. Isn't that tremendous? That does sound absolutely wonderful. Yes, many bands wonderful. are about to become rather smaller. Uh, they may well do. All of this in a cube just under 15 centimetres on a side. Good gracious. Good gracious, indeed. That sounds absolutely splendid. Uh, you can pre-order it in March, no price given yet, from positivegrid.com. Oh, I like the idea of ordering something, but we, you know, we won't actually tell you how much it is. Well, you can go. Well, you can express an interest on positive <laughs> oh, okay, grid, right, and right. then at some point they will they will tell you. And uh, if you if you are a guitarist, do check this out because it looks like the most glorious mm. piece of piece of kit. Mm. Mm. Let right. us suppose you are mm. not a guitarist but a cyclist. Moreover, a cyclist who needs to carry carry either. Um, children or cargo with you. Well, the simple solution is you get a cargo bike. You've seen cargo bikes, they're the yes, ones yes. with the, the big containers on, mm. the, on the back. Um, there is a new e-bike in town. It's called the Longtail Max from a French company called Calendar Bikes. And it's two meters long. But the problem is, if it's two meters long, where do you store it? I suppose you could put it in your garage. It's going to take up quite a lot of space, if indeed you have a garage. Mm, yeah. But the beauty of the Longtail Max is it folds in half. And not only does it fold in half, it glows in the dark. What? Why? Yes. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> what more? <laughs> because it can. What right. more What more could you want from a cargo bike? Apart from the price, of course. It's um, just under €4,000, which is £3,330. So, um, it's quite a lot of dosh. It is quite a lot of dosh, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I, I was going to say, I'm not sure how much I'd actually want to cycle around with my kids on a bike that folded in half, but then I suppose all those 
the sort of Bickertons and the Moultons and the other sort of the Bromptons, they all yes. they all fold in half. I, I imagine they've devised some kind of clever system where it doesn't yes. fold in half while you're writing it. Yeah, well, that would be fairly canny. Good. And talking of things that fold in half, or the things that don't fold mm. in half, Tesla. Tesla, they've had all kinds oh. of problems lately. The latest one is a report of sudden braking at high speed, particularly on their Model Y, which they only released quite recently. Mm. And uh, there have been 354 complaints. And this is the fourth official investigation into Tesla in just three years. So various uh, news outlets, of course, have tried to contact Tesla for a comment, only to discover that Tesla has disbanded its media relations department. So when you call Tesla for a comment, <laughs> there is no one to give you a comment. Therefore, well, no comment. So uh, that's interesting. So it's a, a very clever way of ensuring that nobody says anything that's going to impact on the company is by yes. just not having anybody right. who does anything. Except for Elon Musk, who, of well, course, yes, regularly of course says things yes. that impact on the company. That does seem extraordinary, you have to say. I mean, apart from anything else, dangerous for people who are in the Tesla, but probably more dangerous for people who are behind the Tesla when it breaks suddenly. Yes. I mean, dangerous for everyone around, really. Given the price of the cars, I'm mm. a little surprised. Mm. Just a little surprising, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it's not that long ago. We're just talking about minor problems, like they don't have the USB slots anymore. Yes, yes. Mm, oh, well. Oh, well, there we go. Tesla again. <laughs> Steve, but, but thank you very much. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, we've run out of time, though, so there are no more gadgets and gizmos this week, but we will be back with more at the same time next week. My thanks to Steve Kaplan. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.